Hello, my name is Anna, and you're listening to the Wing It podcast. Today, I want to talk to you about zoonotic diseases that can be transmitted from birds to humans and how this affects you. Something fun to talk about while we're currently in a pandemic is, of course, what might cause the next pandemic. So, I've compiled a list of statistics on avian influenza that I would like to share with you. CDC investigation in 2015 revealed that more than 48 million domesticated birds, like chickens that we breed for food, were infected with types of H5 avian influenza that were never previously seen in birds around the world. This means they were new, recombinant, or mutated strains of this type of virus. At that time, they found that almost 170 people were exposed to the avian flu due to close contact with poultry on farms and with wild birds. But fortunately, no one actually became sick. Going way back to 2004, H5N1, a new and easily spread subtype of bird flu, became particularly nasty in Thailand. The human mortality rate from this epidemic was found to be as high as 66%, meaning two out of every three people who caught the flu, particularly children, ended up dying from it. This proved that humans have a relatively low natural immunity to this aggressive form of avian influenza. However, human-to-human transmission of bird flu remains nearly unheard of, and contraction of the virus is typically from close contact with birds through farms and open markets. This is to our benefit because experts at the CDC and WHO agree that if the avian influenza were to mutate and becomes transmittable between people, it could result in the next pandemic because of its historically high morbidity and mortality rates. I decided to ask Dr. Mohamed Elgazar, a poultry diagnostician and extension veterinarian from Iowa State University, a few questions about the bird flu and how it might be impacting us. I'm going to share his responses with you now. When I asked Dr. Elgazar why birds are such good carriers of zoonotic disease and if they typically show symptoms of these diseases, he said that only some subtypes of influenza A are reported to be zoonotic and there is a big difference between wild birds and domestic poultry in their susceptibility to the disease. Wild birds are natural carriers of all types of influenza A viruses, and for the most part, they don't show clinical signs. The virus can be transmitted from wild birds or other animals to domestic poultry, and some of the viruses will cause clinical signs in them, while others will show very mild or no clinical signs. Two subtypes of influenza A viruses, H5 and H7, have the ability not only to create mild clinical signs in poultry, but also to mutate and become deadly and turn into what we call highly pathogenic avian influenza. These two subtypes also have the ability to infect humans and become zoonotic. Other H subtypes like H9 have been reported to infect humans. However, H5 and H7 constitute the majority of reported human outbreaks. I then asked him how avian influenza typically reaches the human population and how it might become transmittable from person to person. He said that bird flu typically reaches humans through direct contact with infected poultry. Particularly in developing countries, there is much more close contact between humans and domestic birds. In most cases, avian influenza viruses do not have the ability to transmit from one person to another. 
They can, however, gain the ability to do so by replicating in humans and mutating to become able to transmit from one person to another. Some viruses get into humans with this ability already in place and start transmitting from one person to another immediately. Influenza H7 in China is an example of that. Other animals also can transmit influenza to humans. A famous example of that is the 2009 H1N1 influenza outbreak, which was of swine origin. Also, the current COVID-19 virus is thought of as a zoonotic disease, transmittable from animals to humans and armed with the ability to be transmitted from one person to another. Those types of viruses are unusual. Finally, I asked Dr. Elgazar about some ways we could help to prevent the spread of these zoonotic diseases. He said we should prevent the disease in domestic birds first. If the infections in domestic birds do occur, eradicating the disease should always be the next step. Also, we should always utilize personal protective equipment, or PPE, when dealing with known infected poultry flocks. Just keep in mind that zoonotic diseases are a natural process, and we might fail to prevent these outbreaks in spite of our best efforts. And there you have it. A huge thank you to Dr. Elgazar. There are many different kinds of zoonotic diseases that birds can carry. I would like to add that they are also such good carriers of these diseases because of their higher body temperatures and the large distances they can travel through flight to spread the disease. Though it remains relatively rare for humans to contract them directly from birds because there are so many ways to keep oneself safe through personal protective equipment, and it is even more rare for these diseases to be transmittable from person to person, it is still an issue we should remain cognizant of. We need to do our best efforts to not come in close contact with wild or domestic birds, as well as their feces and vectors such as ticks and mosquitoes. If we absolutely have to be in contact, we need to wear the proper PPE and make sure that other people do too. Again, I'm Anna and you're listening to Weaning It. Stay safe and stay healthy.